All The More podcast, where we are continually searching out scriptural truths all the more. Hello and welcome. I'm your host, Levi Moore, and I'm joined by my co-host and brother, Aaron Moore. Each week, we look into God's Word and see what He has for us. So, let's go ahead and dive on into His Word and see what He has this week. Welcome to the All The More Podcast. We're glad to have you back. It's, we've been gone for, a, uh, I don't know, probably a month now. It's, it's, uh, this last month has been a, a crazy month. My, my store was having, uh, um, had, had a, a inventory last week, and then the, the, the weeks prior to that we had uh, both Aaron and I were finishing up our semesters with a lot of tests and papers. And anyways, this this has been a been a, a crazy last few, last month. But um, anyhow, we're uh, glad to be back. Or I say we. Uh, uh, I'm glad to be back. A- Aaron's still still not here for this episode because uh, once again our, our our schedules weren't lining up rightly. But um, hopefully uh, next episode, which is episode 20, um, our schedules will will line up better. And uh, and that's also our apologetics, church history, and theology. Um, or act episode. Um, so be sure to tune in for that next week. But this week we're looking at the um, the ten plagues of Egypt. So you know, ten strikes and they're out. And they the they being uh, being the Israelites are or the Hebrews are able to get out of of Egypt. So um, let's go ahead and uh, and and you know, turn to God's word and see what He has in there. So last episode we looked at the the burning bush or the birth of a burning bush, where um, uh, you know, Moses was was commissioned by God to go and 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 be the one to to set his, uh, to set the the Hebrews free, to set God's people free from the Egyptians, and um, and so so then you know then from there you know God. Uh, you know, God, you know, gave gave Moses, um, you know, powerful signs to use uh, when he went to go speak to Pharaoh, and, and of course, you know, Moses, he he wasn't one of of eloquent speech. He had uh, had you know some kind of a, a speech impediment. Uh, some you know some suggest that he that he stuttered. Some others suggest that he may have, uh, who knows, he, he may have just had a you know, some physical uh, impediment with his speech to make him you know speak uh, not well. Um, but anyways. Uh, so you, 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 God, uh, you told him to, you know, take Aaron with you and Aaron will be your mouthpiece. Um, and so, uh, you know, in, in, in chapter four, uh, you know, Moses returns to Egypt to go to speak to Pharaoh. Um, and then, uh, you know, uh, as, as a result, you know, Pharaoh, uh, in chapter five, he, he makes the, the, the Hebrew slaves, um, you know, make bricks without any straw, which, you know, I mean, uh, anyone who, who does anything, who's ever, ever made, uh, any kind of, um, you know, concrete or, or, you know, any, any or any, any masonry, they know that, uh, you know, part of what makes the brick strong or the concrete strong is, is having some kind of, um, matter in the midst of it you know, be it either you know, rocks or or something that, you know, that that gives it kind of a matrix kind of a um within the the, the mortar which you know, that's what gives it the strength and not the mortar itself so um you know, ma- making bricks without straw would would, would you know, would be you know, rather uh, rather difficult um and so then you know, in chapter six uh, you know god promises you know, deliverance of the of the hebrews 
And um, and so then we, we, we come and we see in chapter 7, uh, chapter 7 is where the, uh, the, the plagues begin. Um, so the, the first plague... It was where the the water of the Nile was turned to blood, um, and so you know, j- j- just kind of kind of uh, give give you a start here in verse uh, verse fourteen of chapter seven. It says that the Lord said said to Moses, Pharaoh's heart is hardened, and he refuses to let the people go. Go to Pharaoh in the morning as he is going out to the water. Stand on the bank of the Nile to meet him, and take in your hand the staff that turned into a serpent. Uh, and you shall say to him, The Lord, the God of the Hebrews, sent me to you, saying, Let my people go, that they may serve me in the wilderness. But so far you have not obeyed. Thus says the Lord, By this you shall know that I am the Lord. Behold, with the staff that is in my hand, I will strike the water that is in the Nile, and it shall turn into blood. The fish in the Nile will, shall die, and the Nile will stink, the, and the Egyptians will grow weary of drinking water from the Nile. And the Lord said uh, to Moses, Say to Aaron, Take your staff and stretch out your hand with uh, over the waters of Egypt, uh, over their banks, or over their rivers, their canals, and their ponds, and all their pools of water, so that they may become blood. And there shall be blood throughout all the land of Egypt, even in vessels of wood and vessels of stone. And so, so you know, uh, you know, of course, Moses and Aaron obeyed this command. They went and did and went and did these things. And what happens is, well, everything's all the water in, in the place turned to blood. Um, and and you know, uh, you know, all, all the all the the, the fish and, and and the river they died and and they you know, you know I don't know, know if y'all have ever smelled a, a dead you know, rotting fish, but man, it is a pungent odor. And that 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 uh that's one of those one of those smells that it kind of just sticks to you and follows you around, but. So, um, you know, th- th- this was a, was a significant plague because, you know, for one, you know, Egyptian life revolved around the Nile. Um, you, know, you know, pretty much every creature that was in and around the Nile, including the Nile itself, um, you know, what represented some some deity or some god, uh, and, and so um, you know, th- th- their their whole religion, their whole belief system, you know, revolved around. The Nile, and so this was a direct attack on the Nile. Um, now, of course, uh, we, we 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 see down in verse twenty-two. It says, "But the magicians of Egypt did the same by their secret arts." So Pharaoh's heart remained hardened, and he would not listen to them as the Lord had said. So, first off, I don't know why why the the Egyptian ma- uh, magicians wanted to create more blood or turn more water to blood rather than just using the water for their own. You know, drinking, their own bathing, their own water. I mean, there are so many other purposes that that water could have been used for. But anyhow, you you see the same thing you know, throughout a couple a couple of the other um, of the other plagues. But anyhow, anyhow, you know, Pharaoh, you know, uh, you know, just thought to himself, hey, well, you know, my guys can do it, so it's not a big deal. And now, you know, the the uh, magicians, uh, uh, the Egyptian magicians, they they were able to do so, um, you know, I, uh, either by um, you know demonic power or you know God just allowed them to to do it. Uh, you, know, e- you know, even without demonic power, God could have just said, "All right, sure, yeah, you can do it too." Just you know, just for the sole purpose that you know uh, Pharaoh's heart will continue to be hardened and he won't believe it. So. Um, so you know that the, uh, the, the, this plague was a, what, like I said earlier, was a a, a direct um, a direct attack on on the faith system of of Egypt. Now the, the second plague came along, um, and, and so the, the, this was you know an overabundance of frogs, um, and, and so we see here in chapter eight. 
starting in verse one, then the Lord said to Moses, go into, into Pharaoh and say to him, thus says the Lord, let my people go that they may serve me. But if you refuse to let them go, behold, I will plague all your country with frogs. The Nile shall swarm with frogs that shall come up into your houses and into your bedroom and on your bed and into the houses of your servants and your people and into your ovens and your kneading bowls. The frogs shall come up on you and on your people and on all your servants. And the Lord said to Moses, say to Aaron, stretch out your hands with, uh, with your staff over the rivers, uh, over the canals and over the pools and make frogs come up on the land of Egypt. So Aaron, you know, Aaron and, 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 uh, and Moses, you know, abate. Um, and then again, we see, I don't know, again, this, 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 the stupidness of, of the, the, the physician of the, the magicians of the Egyptians, it says in verse seven, but the magicians did the same by their secret arts and made frogs come up on the land of Egypt. Now, um, I don't know why, again, why you'd want to make more frogs when they're already coming out of your ovens and your kneading bowls and your, they're in your bed and your house. I mean, they're everywhere. Um, and, and, and so I don't know why they'd, you'd want to make more of them aside from to prove that, hey, I can do it too. But And again, you know, it says that they did it by their secret arts. That That's either by you know demonic power or you know God could have just allowed them, hey, you can do this for this one time too um, for the sole purpose of, of hardening it, uh, Pharaoh's heart. But um you know, the, the this was another attack on the on the uh the gods of Egypt um the the frog was the um the frog was the uh representation of the de- of the deity for fertility uh and so you know na- now they were being overrun with overly fertile frogs uh and so you know that because they represented uh, you know one of their their deities you know god or not god pharaoh uh did not want to to kill them uh and so that, that's, that's that's what we see down here in in, in verse 8 uh, that pharaoh called moses and, and aaron and said plead with the lord to take away the frogs from me and from my people and i will let the people go to sacrifice to the lord and so Moses uh, said to Pharaoh, be pleased to command me when I am to plead for you and for your servants and for all your people that the frogs be cut off from you and your houses and be left only in the Nile. And uh, and he said tomorrow. So you know, Moses went and went, you know, went and, and, and you know, prayed to God and pled. And so it says in verse uh, verse nine, uh, excuse me, 13 of chapter eight, and the Lord did, did according to the word of Moses, the frogs died in, in the houses, the courtyards and the fields. And they gathered them together in heaps, and the land stank. Um, and of course, Pharaoh's heart was still hardened; he didn't care. Uh, and so you know, now we have you know the river, you know the Nile still has all these um, you know, all these uh, dead things in it because you know, it says back in, in chapter tw- uh, chapter seven, verse twenty five: seven full days passed after the Lord had struck the Nile. Um, and so you know, you know, to get water, they had to you know, you dig wells and everything. Um, but you, know, you still have all these, all these, you know, dead animals, uh, dying in the, in the Nile causing that to stink. Now you have these heaping piles of frogs and those are dead and those are beginning to stink. Um, and so, uh, and, 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 and you, uh, the, the whole reason that God, that, you know, God is doing this, you know, we, we, we've seen it twice now in verses in chapter seven and chapter eight, where, you know, uh, it says, 
in verse, uh, let's see, let's look at chapter eight here. Um, chapter eight, verse, uh, verse one, you know, it says, you know, go into Pharaoh and say to him, thus says the Lord, let my people go that they may serve me. And we saw that, uh, too, back in chapter seven, verse 15, go to Pharaoh in the morning as he is going out on the water, stand at the bank. Um, and you shall, uh, and you shall say to him in verse 16, the Lord of the, the God of the Hebrews sent me to you saying, let my people go that they may serve me in the wilderness. So, you know, twice now God has, has, you know, he, he has made it known that he wants his people to be able to serve him. Uh, and of course, Pharaoh has denied that, 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 that request or that command twice. So now we, we go to the third plague in verse 16. Uh, and this is the, the gnats or some translations render that as lice. Um, it says, uh, the Lord said to, uh, to Moses, um, say to Aaron, stretch out your staff and strike the dust of the earth so that it may become gnats in all the land of Egypt. And they did so. Aaron stretched out his hand and his staff and uh, struck the dust of the earth and there were gnats on man and beast. All the dust of the earth became gnats in all the land of Egypt. The magicians tried by their secret arts to produce gnats, but they could not. So there were gnats on man and beast. Then the magician said to Pharaoh, this is the finger of God. But Pharaoh's heart was hardened and he would not listen to them as the Lord had said. Now, finally, someone realizes that it is, in fact, God doing all these things. Then it's not just, you know, some other guy, you know, they, they, they don't they don't think that it's just you know, Moses using some, you know, some secret arts like they were doing. Uh, and so, you know, these magicians, they tell Pharaoh it was God doing it. But what does Pharaoh do? Meh, you know, I don't care. You know, Pharaoh just hardens his heart again, and he and he just would not listen. Um, and so that brings us to the fourth plague. And you know, the the fourth plague, you know, uh, you know uh, some translations render it as flies, um, but it says here in verse uh, twenty of chapter eight. Then the Lord said to Moses, "Rise up early in the morning and present yourself to Pharaoh as he goes out to the water." And say to him, thus says the Lord, let my people go that they may serve me. There again, we see that same that they may serve me um, phrase in verse 21. um, Or else if you will not let my people go, behold, I will send swarms of flies on you and your servants and your people and and into your houses and your and the houses of the Egyptians shall be filled with the swarms of flies and also the ground on which they stand. Uh, but on that day I will set apart the land of Goshen, where my people dwell, so that no swarms of flies shall be there, that you uh, may know that I am the Lord in the midst of the earth. Thus I will put a division between my people and your people. Tomorrow this sign shall happen. And so uh, you know, it says you know, in uh, in a couple of places, it calls it you know, swarms of flies. Uh, the word rendered as swarms uh, could also, uh, um, uh, I've also seen it rendered in, in, in another way as, as being uh, uh, you know, different kinds of flying creatures. Um, so, uh, you know, or so, so you know, it could, could have been flies, but it could have also been a mixture of flies and, and, uh, uh, you know, beetles and things. And, uh, and, and, uh, if that is in fact the case, you know, there, there's a, a, a certain, you know, one, one of the gods of Egypt was a, uh, you know, was represented by, uh, one, by a beetle. Um, and, and here again, we have, you know, uh, an, an attack on the the religion of Egypt by the uh, the beetles you know, that represented their own god or one of their gods you know attacking them and, and causing them strife and so uh, anyhow you know, but but you know, we we see down here in, in verse twenty two that uh, you know f- you know for the first time you know that there has uh, there has been a a a differentiation or a, a, a separation between the, the the plagues affecting the Egyptians um, and then 
not affecting the uh, the Hebrews. So it says in you know, verse twenty two, you know, but on that day I will set apart the land of Goshen, which is you know, that was a a a, a really uh, a choice piece of land that the the uh, the Hebrews um, lived on, and, and and they were able to live there because of Joseph way back in Genesis, you know, when he was second command. I mean, that was the land that he chose because it was you know, it was part of the the the, uh, the Nile River River uh, River Delta, where there was a lot of you know, very fertile land, and uh, you know. Uh, it, uh, the, the Hebrews they were able to get a lot of that fertile land and 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 were blessed because of of uh, of God. Um, but anyhow, uh, we we see that um, you know God only puts the plague on the Egyptians and leaves out the Hebrews you know uh, in this plague. Um, and so it says here in uh, verse twenty four, and the Lord did so. There came great swarms of flies into the house of Pharaoh and to the and into his servants' houses throughout all the land of Egypt, and the land was ruined by the swarms of flies. Um, and so then finally we see a, a change in Pharaoh in verse twenty five. Then Pharaoh called Moses and Aaron and said, "Go sacrifice to your God within the land." Okay, so he's he's yielding, but there's a problem. In verse 26, Moses said, uh, It would not be right to do so, for the offerings we shall sacrifice to the Lord our God are an abomination to the Egyptians. If we sacrifice our offerings uh, abominable to the Egyptians before their eyes, will they not stone us? We must go three days' journey into the wilderness and sacrifice to the Lord our God as he tells us. So now, now you you might might be able to see part of the problem here. You know they're wanting to go three days journey and then sacrifice. But Pharaoh says uh, in verse twenty eight, "I will let you go to sacrifice to the Lord your God in the wilderness. Only you must not go very far away. Plead for me." So you know, now you know, Moses uh, he 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 you know, pleads for Pharaoh or on Pharaoh's behalf with God to 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 um, you know, let up on the on the the fourth plague, and God does so. But then. You know, Pharaoh, you know, he, he you know, says in verse 32, but Pharaoh hardened his heart this time also and did not let the people go. Um, and that brings us to the to the, the, the fifth plague, which was the Egyptian livestock dying. Uh, and so, you know, again, here, here we are, chapter 9, verse 1. Then the Lord said to Moses, go into the land, or excuse me, go into Pharaoh and say to him, thus says the Lord, the God of the Hebrews, let my people go that they may serve me. There's that again, then you know, God wants his people to be able to serve him. And then in verse 2, it says, uh, for if you refuse to let them go and still hold them, behold, the hand of the Lord will fall with a very severe plague upon the, your livestock that are in the field, the horses, the donkeys, the camels, the herds, and the flocks. But the Lord will make a distinction between the livestock of Israel and the livestock of Egypt, so that nothing of all that belongs to the people of Israel shall die. And of course, you know, the God, uh, and of course, you know, God, he uh, he followed through with that. And so uh, it says in verse 6, And the next day uh, the Lord did this thing. All the livestock of the Egyptians died, but not one of the livestock of the people of Israel died. And so uh, you know, Pharaoh, you know, one would think that once he's, see, once he's seen that the majority of the livestock of, of, of his people were gone, that he, he might think, okay, you know, th- these people's God is serious. No, he, he sends someone out to, to go investigate just to, you know, to make sure, you know, to confirm what, what, what he thought. And, and then you know, it says, and uh, in, in uh, verse seven, that uh, the heart of Pharaoh was hardened, and he did not let the people go. 
and so that brings us to to the the sixth plague uh boils now uh, uh, up until up until this time uh you know the the plagues uh you know, have 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 really only affected um they haven't actually affected the the bodies of the egyptians yet they've always they, they've been attacking the um the the deities of egypt but now um you know, because you know, you know a lot of the livestock too represented you know some of the the deities of of egypt now in verse six or excuse me not verse six the sixth plague uh in chapter nine verse eight uh you know there were boils and so this is the first you know attack you know directly on the bodies of the egyptians and uh says and the lord said to moses and aaron to take handfuls of soot from the kiln and lay uh, and let moses throw them in the air in the sight of pharaoh it shall become fine dust over all the land of egypt and become boils breaking out in sores on man and beast throughout all the land of egypt so that they or so they took soot from the kiln and stood before Pharaoh, uh, and Moses threw it in the air, and it became boils breaking out in sores on man and beast. And the magicians could not stand for Mo- uh, before Moses because of the boils, for the boils became upon the magicians and upon all the, the Egyptians. But the Lord uh, hardened the heart of Pharaoh, and he did not listen to them as the Lord had spoken to Moses. Um, so there, you know, there we have it. And 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 you know, one uh, one thing to, you know, to note too is that you know, throughout Scripture, you know, you know there there is a lot of uh, uh, you know, symbolism, especially in numbers, uh, and and the number six tends to represent man. Um, and so uh, anyhow, you know, it's just interesting that the first uh, the first plague that 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 affects the the, you know, the body of man is also the sixth plague. Uh, now there's also uh, and this brings us to, to the seventh plague. Um, and the seventh plague here is uh, is hail. Uh, so it is. Uh, it says here in verse thirteen. Then the Lord said to Moses, Rise up early in the morning and present yourself before Pharaoh and say to him, Thus says the Lord, the God of the Hebrews, Let my people go that they may serve me. There again we see that same phrase that God wants His people to serve Him. Uh, verse fourteen. For this time I will send my send all my plagues on you yourself uh, and on your servants and your people, so that you may know that there is none like me in all the earth. For by now. I could have put out my hand and struck you and your people with pestilence, and you would have been cut off from the earth. But for this purpose, I have raised you up to show my power, or to show you my power, so that my name may be proclaimed in all the earth. You are still exalting yourself against my people and will not let them go. Behold, about this time tomorrow I will cause very heavy hail to fall, such as has never been seen, or such as has never been in Egypt from the day uh, it was founded until now. Now therefore send, uh, now therefore send, get your livestock and all that you have in the field into a safe shelter for every man and beast that is in the field is not uh, and is not brought home will die when the hail falls on them. Uh, and so then it, then it happens that, you know, there were some that, of course, didn't listen because, you know, Pharaoh didn't listen to, to people either. So, uh, you know, some left their servants and the livestock and everything out in the fields. And when the hail came, they all died, uh, or those that were out there. Um, and so, uh, you know, uh, you know, uh, God t- you know, tells Moses later, verse 22, to you know, stretch out your hand toward heaven so that there may be hail in all the land of Egypt, uh, on the man and beast and every plant of the field and in, uh, in the land of Egypt. And so, you know, of course, um, you know, Moses obeys uh, and complies with God's uh, God's command. Uh, it says here that uh, in verse 25, the hail struck down everything that was in the field 
in all the land of Egypt, both man and beast. And the hail struck down every plant of the field and broke uh, every tree of the field. Only in the land of Goshen, where the, where the people of Israel were, was there no hail. That's rather selective, isn't it? Uh, you, know, you, you would think that by this time, you know, Pharaoh would realize that um, you know, God is protecting his people and only exacting his judgment on the people of Egypt uh, because of, of Pharaoh. Um, and so, you know, of course, now, finally, Pharaoh, you know, uh, Pharaoh calls you know, to Moses and Aaron and said to them, this time, uh, I have sinned. The Lord is in the right, and I and my people are in the wrong. Plead with the Lord, for there uh, has been enough of of God's thunder and hail. I will let your let you go, and you shall stay no longer. And so, you, if we we jump down to verse thirty, you know, Moses is speaking to Pharaoh here, and he says, "But as for you and your servants, I know that you do not yet fear the Lord God." Uh, and 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 so, uh, and then there's a parenthetical statement here in verses thirty one and thirty two, which ha- has some uh, you know, carry. Uh, has some significance for for chapter 10 with the eighth plague it says you know the flax and the barley were struck down for the barley was in the ear and the flax was in the bud but the fair uh, but the wheat and the emmer uh were not struck down for they were late in coming up um so you know not you know, so all the plants had not been 100 percent killed yet uh, by the hail so it says in verse 33, uh, so you know, um, uh, Moses went out of the city from Pharaoh and stretched out his hand uh, to the Lord and the thunder and, and, the, and the hail ceased and the rain no longer poured upon the earth. But when Pharaoh saw that the rain and the hail and the thunder had ceased, he sinned yet again and hardened his heart, he and his servants. So there again, you know, you know, Mo- Moses knew, he said in verse 30, that n- neither Pharaoh nor his servants you know, believed or feared, uh, feared you know, God yet. And verse 35 says, you know, so the heart of Pharaoh was hardened and he did not uh, let the people of Israel go just as the Lord had spoken through Moses. So we, we, we you know, we're still seeing the fact or the, the, the rep- repetitious pattern of, uh, of you know, Pharaoh saying, oh, yeah, I've sinned. You, know, you can go now. And then he d- still doesn't let them go. And his heart is hardened continually. So now we come to uh, to the eighth plague in chapter 10. Uh, this is the, the locusts. And this is what you know, where, where that um, verses 31 and 32 carry some carry some significance, um, you know, uh, with regard to the the plant matter um, or the plant life of the fields, and so it says here in verse uh, verse one of chapter ten. Then the Lord said to Moses, uh, "Go go into Pharaoh, for I have hardened his heart and the heart of his servants, that I may show these signs of mine among them, and that you may uh, tell in the hearing of your of your son and your grandson how I have dealt harshly with the Egyptians and what signs I have done among them, uh, that you may know that I am the Lord." Uh, so Moses and Aaron went into Pharaoh uh, and said to him, Thus says the Lord, the God of the Hebrews, How long will you refuse to humble yourself before me? Let my people go that they may serve me. There's that phrase again. For if, uh, verse 4, For if you refuse to let my people go, behold, tomorrow I will bring locusts into your country, and they shall cover the face of the land so that no one can see the land, and they shall eat what is left to you after the hail and they shall eat every tree of yours that grows in the field they shall uh, and they shall fill your houses in the houses of, your, of all your servants and of all the egyptians as neither as neither uh, your fathers nor your grandfathers have seen from the day uh, they came on the on the earth to this day then he turned and went out from pharaoh and so so pharaoh's servants then said you know, said to pharaoh you know, how long shall this man be a snare to us let the men go that they may serve the Lord their God. Do not, or do you not yet understand that Egypt is ruined? So Moses and Aaron were brought back to Pharaoh, and he said to them, "Go, serve the Lord your God." 
but which ones are to, are to go? Uh, so you know, Moses you know, said you know that basically everyone's supposed to be going. Well, uh, you know, Pharaoh said basically that you know he uh, he says here in verse uh, ten, you know, the Lord be with you if, if I uh, if ever I let you and your little ones go. Look, you have some evil purpose in mind. You know, he, you know Pharaoh thought that you know I mean, he knew that they were plotting and planning, or thought they were plotting and planning, and so he says, you know, go the men among you um, and serve the Lord for that that is what you were asking, and they will uh, and, and you know, they were driven from Pharaoh's presence, and so uh, you know. You know, uh, Pharaoh was only going to let the men go uh, and not everyone go because, you know, Moses was asking for everyone to go because that's what God said. And so, you know, verse 12, you know, the Lord said to Moses, stretch out your hand over the land of Egypt. And and, and so, you know, uh, the locusts, they came upon the land and everything was devoured uh, and eaten. Uh, and so then, you know, uh, in verse 16 says, then Pharaoh hastily called Moses and Aaron and said, I have sinned against the Lord, your God and against you. Now, therefore, forgive my sin, please only this once and plead with the Lord, your God only to remove this death from me. So he went out from Pharaoh and pleaded with the Lord and the Lord turned, uh, the wind into a very strong West wind, which, uh, lifted the locusts and drove them into the Red Sea. Hmm, that's interesting that they went into the Red Sea. Uh, not a single locust was left in all the country of Egypt, but the Lord uh, hardened Pharaoh's heart and he did not let the people of Israel go. So that brings us here to the, to the ninth plague, which was darkness. Um, and, 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 you, uh, and now we're coming back to to a uh, uh, you know, another direct assault on the on the the belief system of of the Egyptians because um, you know Ra or uh, Amun or Amun Ra you know was the the sun god and so in verse twenty one of chapter ten it says uh, you, know, you know, the Lord uh, said to Moses stretch out your hand toward heaven that there may be darkness over the land of Egypt a darkness to be felt so Moses stretched out his hand toward heaven and there was pitch darkness in all the land of Egypt for three days. They did not see one another, nor did anyone rise from his place for three days. But all the people of Israel had light uh, where they lived. Then Pharaoh called Moses and said, Go serve the Lord. Your little ones also may go with you. Only let your flocks and your herds remain behind. Uh, but Moses said, You must also uh, let us have sacrifices and burnt offerings that we may serve the Lord. Because, I mean, you know, that, that was kind of the, uh, the whole purpose of them going into the wilderness was for them to be able to serve the Lord and, and to have to have you know, their livestock to make sacrifices. And so uh, it says in verse 26, you know, our, our livestock also must go with us. Not a hoof shall be left behind, for we must take of them to serve the Lord our God. And we do not know uh, with what we must serve the Lord until we arrive uh, arrive there. But the Lord hardened Pharaoh's heart, and he would not let them go. Then Pharaoh said to him, Get away from me. Take care never to see my face again. For on the day you see my face, you shall die. Um, Moses said, As you say, I will not see your face again. And uh, so now... Um, we 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 come to a, a very very key uh, part of Exodus here um, that, that that still plays a, a very a very crucial role in in both the lives of of Jews today and in the lives of Christians today, uh, and that is the institution of uh, of the Passover. Um, now you know, prior prior to the, to the Passover occurring, uh, you know. 
uh, you know, God you know, threatened threatened the final plague. Uh, and 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 so uh, here in, verse, in chapter eleven, it says the Lord said to Moses, "Yet one one plague more I will bring upon Pharaoh and upon Egypt. After afterward, he will let you go from here." Uh, and, and so you know, th- th- this this final plague was you know the death of, death of the firstborn. Um, and so, uh, you know, God said that you know, uh, uh, about midnight. This is in verse uh, verse four, chapter eleven. So Moses said, uh, "Thus said the Lord: About midnight I will go out in the midst of Egypt, and every firstborn in the land of Egypt shall die. For the firstborn of Pharaoh, uh, from the firstborn of Pharaoh who sits on his throne, even to the firstborn of the slave girl who is behind the handmill, and all the firstborn of the cattle, uh, there shall be a great cry throughout the land of Egypt, such as has never been, nor ever will be again." Um, and so, uh, you, you, uh, you know, God, uh, God, you, you threat, threatens this, and so the the um, uh, you know, the Israelites are then, or the uh, the Israelites are then instructed in chapter twelve, uh, you know, of 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 you know some changes that were that were cu- coming in the Passover, and there, there's a lot that happens in, in, in the uh, in, in chapter twelve of. Um, of Exodus, you know, regarding the Passover, um, and and there, there's you know a little bit too much for us to to, to cover in, in in this one episode because we've already you know covered a whole lot of ground here and, and we're getting a little a little long, but um, suffice it to say that uh, uh, in, in chapter twelve um, regarding the Passover, you know, the, the Israelites were, were were instructed that uh, that you know that particular month. Uh, you know, in, in which the pa- the pa- the, this this final plague was going to happen, that would then be the the new beginning of their calendar, um, you know, you know, regarding their, their their religious calendar, um, and so, uh, and and you know, they were to, were to, you know, to take a, a a lamb, a young lamb, um, that was that was spotless uh, as a male lamb, and they were you know. To, to, to slaughter it at a, at a specific time uh, and then they were to take to take the blood and uh, the blood of that lamb and and you know to, to, to brush it on the the, the doorposts and on, and, and on the the lintel of the door uh, you know so, so that when the, the the angel angel of the Lord came through uh, through the land of Egypt and and you know that he would pass by their house he would pass over uh, their, their house and not come in and take take the life of the firstborn um, and so basically you know that the, that lamb was taken Taking the place, you know, you know of of um, of you know, the of the people, and so, anyways, you know, the, ask, ask, you know, what Christ did for us, He took our place, you know, and and, and took took the the death for us on the cross, rather than us, you know, uh, taking you know, having to have that death. Um, and so, so you know, like I said there, there's a lot more to it than that, but uh, that's just the very the very mi- minimal you know, part of it. Uh, and, and you know, what, uh, Aaron and I will have to have to come back later and 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 you know, touch on the Passover at some other point. But uh, to, to to go on with the tenth plague. Uh, it says, you know, the, uh, the t- uh, somebody said the tenth plague is the death of the firstborn. And it says in verse twenty nine, at midnight the Lord struck down all the firstborn of, of uh, in the land of Egypt, um, from the ver- firstborn of Pharaoh who sat uh, on on his throne to the firstborn of the captive who was in the dungeon, and all the firstborn of the livestock. And Pharaoh rose up in the night, he and all his servants and all the Egyptians. And there was a great cry in Egypt, for there was not a house where someone was not dead. Then he summoned. Moses Moses and Aaron by night and said, Up, go out from among my people, both you and the people of Israel, and go, serve the Lord as you have said, take your flocks and your herds as you have said, and be gone, and bless me also. So here, you know, this, uh, you know, the, you know, the, the, the Israelites are finally getting, you know, getting to leave, you know, and, and, um, you know, 
pretty much, you know, uh, as, as we see, see down here in, in verse 33, you know, the entirety of, it, of Egypt was like, come on, Israelites, get out of here. Let's go. You know, like it wasn't just Pharaoh who wanted them gone. The entire country wanted them gone. I uh, said, uh, you know, the Egyptians were urgent with the people to send them out of the land in haste, for they said, "We shall all be dead." So the people took their their dough before it uh, uh, before it was le- leavened. They kneaded their bowls, be, uh, being bound up uh, in their cloaks on their shoulders. The people of Israel had also done as Moses told them, for they had asked Egyptians for silver and gold, jewelry, and for clothing. And the, the Lord had given the people favor in the sight of the Egyptians, so that they let them have what they asked. Um, they, uh, thus they plundered the Egyptians. Uh, and so, uh, you, you know, they, they, they went and, 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 uh, and, 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 you know, there was, there were a lot of them. It says here in, in verse 37, and the people of Israel journeyed from Ramses to Succoth, uh, about 600,000 men on foot besides women and children. So that was just the men, about 600,000. So if we threw in, threw in the, the women and the children, um, you, you know, even if we just multiplied that, you know, by three, we're looking at pretty much two million people, you know, you know, leaving leaving Egypt, um, and so uh, that that is a major group of people, uh, you know, uh, leaving out, and so. If we look over here in chapter 12, verse 40, it says that the time that the people of Israel lived in the uh, in Egypt was 430 years. At the end of 430 years, on that very day, all the hosts of the Lord went out from the land of Egypt. Uh, it, was a, it was a night of watching by the Lord to bring them out of the land of Egypt. So this same night is a night of worship, or excuse me, a night of watching kept to the Lord by all the people of Israel throughout their generations. So you, you know, I, I, I mentioned that there with the, the, the 430 years because had Terah and Abraham, or excuse me, Terah and Abram way back when in, 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 um, in Genesis, had they you know just obeyed God to begin with and gone straight from the land of Ur of the Chaldeans all the way to Canaan and settled there when they were supposed to have done, all this could have been avoided. Um, but you know, as as we've said before, uh, you know, on this podcast, you know, uh, you know, Romans eight twenty eight tells us, you know, for, you know, for we know that all things, or for we know that you know, God works all things for the good of those who love Him and are called according to His purposes. You know, God can take, God can take all of our mistakes and you know, rework or work with those mistakes to achieve His 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 ultimate good. Um, but but you know, sometimes it just takes longer for that good to come around because you know God is working you know His plans through uh, through other people that are just as sinful and and and, and crazy as we are, um, and so you know we should just go with what God says to do the first time rather than you know uh, waiting around and, and and twiddling our thumbs and wondering well should I do it this time or not and and, and just go ahead and just go do it uh, and and you know, I, I you know I, I'm you know, preaching as at much as um, as much at myself as I am at you, you know, cause yeah, I do the very same thing. I, I, I twiddle my thumbs and wonder, well, should I do this or not? And you know, rather than just, okay, God, you, you've told me to do this before. And, and, and every time I, I follow through, it works out great. Um, but anyhow, you, you know, it's, it's one of those things where we, we have to, uh, you know, have that faith, uh, that trust in God, uh, you know, to follow through. And so, you know, Moses, uh, you know, Moses, you know, he, he and Aaron, he, they, they led, uh, led Israel out of, out of their captivity in Egypt. They exhibited that faith. They lived by faith. Um, and, and so, 
uh, you know, you know, from here on, you all, you know, you know, scripture really, uh, you know, really tur- you know, turns back to where, um, you know, you know focuses on, on, on the journey of Israel out of Egypt and goes to, uh, eventually them coming into the promised land, uh, the land that was originally supposed to be theirs and it will always be theirs. The land that Abraham or could, w- would have had you know, without any fighting had he and his father obeyed and just went straight, straight there to begin with. But, uh, that's beside the point now, uh, because now you know th- th- there's no no going back to to to, to fix uh, those mistakes. But um, anyhow, uh, you know. Uh, you know, all all we can do is is look back at at, you know, at at the mistakes of people in the past and learn from them. You know, we uh, we don't want to be Pharaoh. Uh, you know, we as Christians, or you know, even even if you're an, an, a non believer and you're listening to this, you do not want to be Pharaoh. You, you you want to be the person that that uh, that listens to God on the, on the first go round rather than being plagued and being you know, bothered by all this extra stuff. Uh, you know, if we listen to God to begin with, things work out better. Um, and so. Uh, uh, you know, uh, I, 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 you know, just I encourage you choose God every time, the first time and every time. You know, don't, don't, don't choose your own your own desires, especially when you know that they are wrong. Um, you know, because God, uh, God will ultimately get His way. Um, and and you know, what, what, whether we, no matter what we do, God will get His way. Uh, you know, in the end, there, you know, we will all answer to Him. Um, but uh, anyhow, guys, um, you know, as always, you know, we, uh, you know, uh, Aaron and I, you know, uh, enjoy being able to, to do this podcast, uh, you know, with you and for you, and and, and we hope to uh, to both be be back next week on episode twenty. Um, so uh, you know, please, you know, uh, you know, follow us on Facebook or Twitter uh, at All the More, um, and, uh, and and you, you know, send us any send us in any suggestions or questions, and we'll try to uh, address those here on the podcast as well. Um, and until next time, guys, keep on searching out scriptural truths. All the more. for listening to the All The More podcast. If you like what you've heard or are interested in other related content, head on over to allthemore.com. That's allthemore with two O's, dot com. Don't forget to subscribe to this podcast on iTunes, Stitcher, or your other favorite podcasting app. Until next time, keep on searching out scriptural truths all the more.